to date on Alpha's Beckon platform. James Jeeves. Right, the like cannibal necrophiliacs or whatever. Got my master. I'm just playing Civilization 6. Got your Zenana. I have no opinion on it. Anya. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> and me, Byron Hussey. Let's remember to pull this for the podcasting awards submission <laughs> reel. Uh, that's all I got here. Let's move on. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Alpha's Back in the Pod Forum, episode 22. Um, it ain't easy being green. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't easy being green. I, 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 I forgot for a second whether or not it was it ain't easy being brown. Um, <laughs> because that would be like Alf is brown. Um, my name is Byron Hussey. Uh, I am joined today by James Jeeves. Hey, how's it going? First, this time. Nice. Um, and Gumba Master. Yes. How may I help you? You can uh, <laughs> bring some some funny comments about Alf throughout the course of this podcast. Don't I always? Mm. And <laughs> also, um, uh, Katya, Zenina. Hello. And another special, very special guest from Russia named Anya. Hi. Hi. Thanks um, for joining. Yeah, thank you. Is this was this your first um, exposure to Alf, or did you did you uh, grow up watching it? I think I've watched it when I, I was a kid, but mm. I can't remember any of it. But hmm. I think it's fine with Alf. I'm not sure I'm going to remember this episode in in a week. I mm. think yeah. that if you're you, so blessed, I, I think that if you I um, I. Like, yeah. I wish I could. I wish I could forget. What? <laughs> Gumba, that's a really, it's really out of character. But... I thought you loved every episode of Alf and all Alf, all things Alf. <laughs> hmm. Maybe it's less laugh and more, you know, if you have to live with it every day, you just get used to it. Right. Mm. Like, um, what is it, Stockholm Syndrome it... again? Yeah, like an abusive husband. Yeah. <laughs> so something like that. This is I the think. so this is the twenty second episode of Alf. Uh, although I, I believe that it was actually um, an an earlier episode that they just aired later, because there's a lot of sort of um, a lot of early character development that happens. Um, for example, we learn um, Alf's true name is Gordon Shumway, which I thought mm -hmm. we already knew, but it was for yeah. formally revealed in this episode. Um, and there's also just some just general sort of interactions that imply early character development to me, which uh, I'm, I, I'll say that I, I will get... I'll, I'll, I'll call them out later. I may not, because I may forget to, but... <coughs> It is in my notes. Mm -hmm. So, um, any uh, early reactions to this episode? Well, as far as the opening goes, I mean, we've already got, like, a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Yeah, it's dense. Don't we? Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem to have anything to do with the plot of the episode. Yeah. It contains some of the most criminally awful white wrapping ever right. put into video. Yeah. And uh, Alf is implied to be seducing the daughter of the Tanner family. Right. Right. Uh, against her will. Well, no, I don't. I would say not argue. Argue not, it's not against her will. But why don't we? Why don't, can we just pause that because? Um, I just uh -huh. wanted to quickly get, tell you guys about the song. 
the song. As in the Muppet song. <laughs> this, yeah, this, this episode is called um, It Ain't Easy Being Green, which is a um, just a slight modification on It's Not Easy Being Green. Jack uh, is actually just called Being Green is the formal title of the song. Uh, but it was performed by Jim Henson as Kermit the Frog in mm-hmm. the 290... Wait, isn't, isn't Frank Oz the voice of Kermit? No, Jim Henson is. Yeah, this is so this oh. was performed in the 219th episode of The Muppet Show. Uh, <laughs> it was written by Joe Raposo. And it was later covered by Frank Sinatra, uh, as well as a lot of, a lot of other famous uh, musicians. Mm-hmm. So that's the song. Any re- any reactions to the song? It's it's fine. It's a nice song. Katya, do you like the song? I um, I have no opinion on it. Okay. Really. Anya? Same. I. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> not, not getting a lot of traction on this. Song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, every, everyone likes Kermit. Uh, I'm just staring at the um, the plot of the episode as told by our not really friend uh, Tony Topola yeah. <laughs> on IMDb. Yeah, yeah, Tony Topola. Wiki interlocutor. I didn't really agree with his take, at least on the um, on the first scene. Um, that I didn't think Willie was all that upset with um, with Alf teaching Lynn to rap or whatever was happening there. Mm-hmm. He seemed to get upset when he started making the noise. <laughs> that was yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. I like the noise because, you know, it's in the beginning and mm. you expect it to be repeated somehow and it's not. <laughs> but mm. in the end, mm. uh, he kind of makes move on Kate and it's kind of there, but by the mission. Right. Mm. I, I'm shipping Kate and Alf now. <laughs> yeah, he. It's um, it is sloppy writing. It's it's very kind of you to sort of fill in the gaps with your imagination, um, but uh, clearly the 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 actual writer of the the show wasn't wasn't as clever as as you. Mm-hmm. Um, but can we can we think that he used that mating call on all of the tanneries now? Basically, except for Brian, I think. Um, yes. Why? 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 Why do we think that? Just uh, I mean, he he used it on Willie in the beginning. Like, obviously, there's something going on. Why? Why did he even start to do that? You know, it's yeah. like mating call on Melmac. Yeah, that's true. It's 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 sort of. I mean. It's a, it's kind of like a throwaway joke, but like y- there isn't any good reason for him to even bring it up. Mm-hmm. Is it like me? Uh, he, he he is actually trying to seduce the tanners. Yeah, Gumba, do you recall if this was ever brought up again in later episodes? No. Do you, you don't recall, so or it's not brought up again? Joke. Okay. Do you, does anybody um, have any idea how they made the sound? Sounds electronic. Yeah, it does. So, um, basically, just to catch up the listeners, um, the the episode starts with uh, Elf and um, Lynn doing like a Hickory Dickory Dock style kind of white old school rap um, attempt with a uh, <laughs> with a turntable. Um, Is that a wobble board? Wobble Isn't he board. Like- isn't he like wobbling a piece of metal or like scratching it or something? Uh, no, it was just like uh, I thought it was scratching a record. No. Oh, okay. Were you uh, were you not actually watching? Were you just listening to the episode? Well, <laughs> my eyes were were closed for for parts of it. But, well, that's not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> I apologize. It won't happen again. It's <laughs> a lot of nuance. That way, clearly here with this wobble yeah, board. Yeah. Fiasco is the first example. <laughs> like I didn't even think wobble board is even a, a thing, frankly. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what um, 
uh, Australia's Bill Cosby is famous for. <laughs> Why are you bringing up Bill Cosby again? Um, I think that was the first time that we've mentioned Bill Cosby. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Alf and, and Lynn do a rap. And then, so one thing I noticed too was that Willie just kind of charges into the room without knocking. Did anybody notice that? Oh, yeah. So... Is it, is that because Alf was in there, so he assumed it was okay? Attitude. Or does he do that all the time? Like, what what room dressed? even is that? It's Lynn's room. That's the... Is it? Yeah. It doesn't look like her room. No, nah, it's, to it's totally Lynn's room, because it's got, like, a cool teen record player. Mm. All right. I mean, we saw her room in one of the other episodes, but just... It didn't, didn't look like that? the two. It was all pink. <laughs> Whose room is it if it's Will not Lindsay? Will, Will is spare bedroom. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, why he can walk in without any. This is where I. Keep, this is my pink room. <laughs> um. So Willie marches in and interrupts the rap, and it. Thank. Uh, thank you, Willie. Alf um tells him to do like some rapping, and it seems like he's into it at first. Like, yeah. it seems like he's going to play along, yeah. and then he just crushes it. Like, he just, not in a good way. Like, he just, he's a total wet blanket. He he just says, like, I'm here to get Lynn. Yeah, he even started to patting his side. Yeah. Uh, why would he do that? And it's not like he's not musical, because later in the episode, <laughs> the very next scene, in fact, he's composing a song. So you would think... Mm -hmm. With that sort of creative spirit, he could have come up with some kind of rap attempt. Is it because he's a racist? Yeah. Look, I, I don't think this particular style of rap has anything to do with African American culture. <laughs> it's true. He You're just right. he just knew he would sound ridiculous, and well, he was right. So yeah, but, he he he, but he was he, not comfortable. But doesn't he always sound ridiculous? Well, even more so than usual. <laughs> So um, Willie comes in and, and sort of s s squashes the rapping, and then Alf, out of nowhere, says, you want to hear? Um, actually, you know what? I, I actually pulled the audio for this, which you guys won't yeah. be able to hear, but I'll play it for the... Um, for Listen the, real closely. Yeah, m maybe I'll sort of get my headphones close to the, the microphone here. <laughs> you guys. Let me know when this gets irritating, okay? <laughs> No, no, no. It's almost at once. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear that? Mm, uh, no. God. <laughs> well, this was actually. Is it actually... the mating call? I could hear it. Yeah, yeah. No, I I put my headphones up to the microphone. Anyway, the important thing is that the audience could hear it, sort of, but several times, mm -hmm. and with me talking over it. <laughs> And there may be some feedback because it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is a podcast. This is let's remember to pull this part to, for the podcasting awards um, submission <laughs> reel. Yeah, for your consideration. Yeah. So, um, Alf demonstrates this mating call for um, for Willie for some reason, and. Um, uh, Lynn, um, Lynn gets really into it, right? Mm -hmm. She's like, um, you know, Willie asks if it, uh, if it works. And, um, and, and Alf says it, it knocks him unconscious. Is that, does mm. that, is that working? Or is that, is that the kind of like, uh, like a Bill Cosby style? Yeah, that that is what we call uh, non-consensual interaction. Right. In my country. So let's. I mean, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here and say, I mean, mm -hmm. Melmachians are a different species, and we. I think we yep, know. So it's fine for them. Unfortunately, in nature, some species do procreate non-consensually, and I think yeah, duck, ducks are a big example of that. Right, the like cannibal necrophiliacs or whatever. They're, they're, I think all duck 
Wait, this is. I should. Should we? Maybe we shouldn't talk about this. Yeah, let's let's, just, let's not talk about dark. this. Um, yeah, this is dark. But uh, uh, tune in uh, for the next episode of of Trek Trudge because in that episode we get to see uh, Worf beat up a on a Klingon lady. Yeah, that's true. But that's. I mean, I feel like that even is just sort of role playing. Oh, okay. This is this is more like. I mean, you can't role play if you're unconscious. Like Right. Right. So is also, he... um, Klingons, you know, um, as I understood it, uh, uh, Klingons uh, mating rituals are pretty much, you know, consensual beating up each other. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's different. I think somebody is like uh, opening a, or maybe working a puzzle box into their microphone. Hmm. What is it? It's a mystery. Everybody, stop moving. I, it's Anya. What are you doing? No, I'm not doing. It's not you, Gamba. No. I'm just playing Civilization Six. It's the Civ. <laughs> it's Civ. I knew it. Um, Gamba. Scratchy, scratchy Civ. Gamba, uh, can you turn that off, please? Oh, it, 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 the sound is already off. No, just don't, I don't want you to play that. I want your, I don't want your undivided attention. <laughs> no. Uh, so, um, Lynn says that she's getting lightheaded, mm-hmm. but like in a playful, sexy way. Yeah, she's she's flirting with the alien. Yeah. So this is another part where I feel like. Um, this is an early episode because we've already kind of uh, had some plot points between sort of uh, flirtation between Alf and Lynn. Um, and I feel like this would have fallen before that. Or, But am I mistaken? I have a question because in the files that I um, legally downloaded, yes. mm-hmm. uh, it says... Uh, <laughs> Episode seven. Yes, that's the, that's what I have. Waited. Yeah, yeah, because you also legally downloaded it. Yes, yes. I, th- I think that's how they're numbered in the um Wait, in the DVD. Yeah, this has been covered, I believe. Yeah. So I'm pretty in, uh, sure this was the episode yes, um, seventh episode. I have, I have something to say. Um, in Germany, uh, the, the, this episode was, I think, uh, the second or third episode broadcast. That's that's even more confusing. <laughs> and I actually remember because I I watched this. Um, so I got I I watched this uh, some Alf DVDs um, with my cousin about ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I this was one of the episode we wa- episodes we watched. And I think we only watched like you know, two or three, so this must have come like really early on the DVD, right? By that logic. Mhm. It, it's it's inevitable. All right. So anyway, it's an early episode. They pl- they plopped it in later for some reason. Any any theories as to why they would have delayed this one? Is it because it's like horrible or? Well, it's it's pretty bad. So when was this aired? In March. March twenty seventh. March March, I see March thirtieth. Eighty seven, mm. but that might be U.S. U.K. difference. Maybe. It seems. Is it kind of set in like pseudo real time? Do we think? Because it seems to take up uh, much less uh, like real time space than uh, a typical Alf episode. Well. It's. I think it's uh, actually pretty unrealistic because it's all set on the evening of this play. Yeah. And it seems like enormous amount of things are happening within the span of what would have has to be like a couple of hours. Minutes. Right. Yeah. Because they they're still, I mean, really still rewriting the song on the night. <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> you shouldn't do. Um. Kate's finishing the costumes. And she, by the way, she made three full oh, probably does happen there. asparagus costumes. Yeah, like, why would she do that? 
like uh, there are only two kids and she made like four or I think she made three stand-ins and the stunt doubles. Well, the sh what they they threw in a little line to make to to justify the third costume, and that was that sh she one of them was too big, so she made a whole oh. other costume for Brian because the first <laughs> one was too big. So the the reason for that was because ultimately they had to get Alf into one of these costumes yeah. too. Um, so they actually had the, the the costume department had to make three. Mm -hmm. Um, one for Alf and two for the boys. So we suddenly we have Kate making these like, uh, you know, Broadway production quality asparagus costumes. <laughs> in, uh, in in a set in a set of three. Uh, I it would take it would take like a month to make one of those. I think for like a you, you, really come on That's for not like rudimentary an, aren't they? like an amateur at least a week at least a week at least a week a yes. Wait, sure. <laughs> don't yawn. Don't yawn. And, uh, most people don't uh, have an alien around to distract them. Um, James, can you please uh, stick a fork into a um, light, light socket? Into a electrical outlet? <laughs> Why would you tell me to do such a thing? <laughs> because I, know, because I, I said I would electrocute you if you yawned, but we don't have any kind of <laughs> oh. shock collar system set up yet. Sorry, this is, this is really stupid. Uh, so the uh, after the credits, um, we get Willie, sort of uh, right, uh, playing a uh, song on a piano, and he's writing a he's writing a uh, song for the uh, Brian's school play, which is called Nutrition Follies, and it's all about uh, different vegetables. So this seems to be like part school play and part like talent competition right because it seems to be like oh um, yeah like like uh um, like uh vignettes um that are completely yeah. made up by the parents <laughs> mm. is that ever how that works um yeah it could be probably not you would want like there, there would be some you know power hungry uh art teacher or something drama teacher trying to you know coordinate it all with an iron fist what is the what were the instructions i don't know <laughs> i wasn't there man katya what were the instructions sent home to the parents for this for this production i'm not even sure that the parents had to make those songs but i just feel like willie could not deal with the song he was given you know mm. he had to change it so there's some backstory. Like no, this is not what we're doing. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna write a better one. Right. And we never saw Willie playing a piano before. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah, nice. I wanted. Yeah. I wanted to ask if it ever came up before because it seems a bit like. Of, like is he a composer or something? I don't know anything about that. So. No. <laughs> I, I think so. the implication is that just any given like dad will have like all this sort of life experience and sort of knowledge that he can bring out for these different parenting situations at different times. So like, mm -hmm. of course he like dabbled in piano at some point, so now he can bring that <laughs> skill out for this. Yeah. So it's like suddenly Kate is a world class seamstress. I mean, these circus <laughs> costumes were pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if they're winning any Tony Awards. They were pretty darn good. I mean, for like amateur sewing. So anyway, I think, but I mean, I think it's clear that Max Wright is a world-class entertainer. So of course he has a pretty uh, deep bench of talent and skill to bring to this uh, mm -hmm. production. So do you think maybe it's one of those first episodes where he's still given some freedom of what he can do during the show? Don't like he can it. actually I'm get some. Say that. What? He can. Sorry, I was. <laughs> you sound envious when you say that, Byron. I, I sound envious. Very. What? This is a very delayed response, Gumba, and you're talking over Katya's <laughs> speculation. I'm oh, sorry, I didn't, 
I didn't hear it. Hear her. it is it because of the sieve? Hmm? Are you playing as Gandhi? No, I, I. No, but I think my headphones are on their last legs. Are you getting you're, delayed you're kinda audio? You're kind of cutting out sometimes. So you're really not contributing very, very well <laughs> to this this experience overall. So Kati, you were implying or suggesting that maybe Willie was given some 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 freedom and leeway here to. Yeah, at least his suggestions were listened to. You know, I, we know that he was bitter about not getting enough lines or right. opportunities to act during the show. Yeah. Because that was like in, in the interviews and stuff. But yeah. like here he can still show some of his talents. Yeah. Mm. Even I... though that doesn't really fit into the character. I would think <laughs> that it would um, that it would be the other way around. Like he would get more of that freedom later on. Um. But oh, who, I don't know what knows? happens later, so... Yeah, who knows? My microphone just, like, fell. I probably sound very different now. You know? Okay, no, I fixed it. So, in the next scene... Um, oh, I actually pulled the audio for the asparagus song. Hold on, I'll play that for you guys. Nice. Okay. You guys catchy. That was beautiful. Could you guys hear that? No. No. <laughs> One of these days you'll just be able to hear it. I didn't like the song. I have to say, it's 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 very kind of um, stupid. It's like a dirt. It's dramatic. Come on, like it's just like scary. Yeah. What's like the tone of that song is like that asparagus is coming to kill you or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's, that doesn't sound cheerful. No. Sounds like you're supposed to be scared. Yeah, but well, I mean, there's actually the the first verse is very cheerful, but then the refrain is this like death march kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, do you think it may be some sort of ripoff and uh, uh, I don't know reference to some other this much? <laughs> possible, <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's more likely is that somebody that isn't very talented <laughs> just came up with so, it. <laughs> but it was Max right. Maybe it's more maybe it's more realistic that way because it's just something some dad came up with at the last minute here. Um, so <laughs> there's a Alpha's watching Wheel of Fortune and makes kind of a that kind of a sexist comment towards Vanna White. Yeah, um, if I understood it correctly, he was commenting on a part of her anatomy, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, it was very uh very very Trumpian. Hmm. And he called her babe, I think. I didn't pull the audio for this, so I <laughs> I won't play that. It's because he, he said that uh, they can't read the letters when you're standing sideways, implying right. that a part of her was protruding in front of the letters. Yeah, it, it was a, it was very um, I don't know what's the word. Skeevy. Yeah, skeevy. Good. Thank you. Skeevy. We'll take it. I mean, it wasn't perfect, but it was... Lecherous. Something to end Lascivious. Lascivious. Yeah. Um, do, do, you, do you guys ever watch uh, Wheel of Fortune in your respective countries? No. <laughs> yeah, oh, we, actually. We, uh, we do have our own version here. Do. Yeah. Oh, there's a Russian Wheel of Fortune, too? Yeah. And um, it's been going on... 20 years. It's a uh, polytrides. Oh! Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like very culturally yep. important. They're on the same page. Is, um, uh. I've heard that um, in Russia that when people watch um, game shows on television, the, it, it, it's implied that the um, audience is, is rooting for the, uh, the, the contestants to fail. Is that correct? <laughs> No. Uh, 
I don't think no. so. I mean, I, if somebody's an asshole, probably. I think. I actually, I think this is Germany. Gumba, is that, does that ring a bell? <laughs> He's just no. running through the countries now. <laughs> I actually, no, it's Australia. I, th I think it was a Schadenfreude thing, which is a German right. word, so it must be. Germany. Yeah, but that's that's generally generally uh, a general thing, you know. Yeah. You so know, it sounds kind of Japanese to me. Well, that makes sense. Because this is the thing with Japanese so. game shows is the focus is on like humiliation and like really silly things happening to people. Yeah, but I think that's a little bit different because there's a, like a physical comedy element to that. I mean, this uh -huh. is just uh, hoping isn't for that, just utter isn't humiliation. Isn't that like uh, uh, generally a thing with humans, you know? We love when others fail, others than um, us. I think it's generally I've... a thing with Germans. Actually, when I studied um, oh, we, we semantics, we, we paid quite a bit of attention to these kind of culture-bound words, for the like world. Schadenfreude, the and, yeah. and the implication was that uh, often, like, if, if you don't uh, have, a, like, a word for it in your language, then you won't have that thing codified as a reaction or an emotion. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. um, for instance, we have a German speaker here. The word frustration, I think, uh, doesn't have a uh, an etymologically German counterpart. It has you have like a borrowing of the English word frustration. Is that right? Definitely right for Is Russian. Is that correct? I know that we have Schadenfreude in Russian, like we have this word zlaradstvo, uh, which is exactly the same. It's uh, the same. Uh, uh, Oh no, I can't say it in English, but it's mm -hmm. the same word. <laughs> yeah. But what, uh, what about frustration? But frustration. We don't have frustration in Russian. No, but we don't have frustration, so. What and is procrastination? What are the implications so that, of not having the word frustration? Well, the thing is, it's um, so you if you break it down in English, it's a feeling that you get when you keep trying to do something and you can't do it, and it makes you feel something bad because of this. Right. Um, so in Russian, would you say that that is codified as like a as a distinct emotion or an emotional reaction, or would you say, well, that's just a thing that can happen? No, you would just say that you're annoyed or angry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'm an annoyed and angry, and it's because I keep trying to do this and I can't happen. It's right. not. I have this feeling of I keep trying to do this and and I can't do it, and that makes me yeah. feel this feeling. So there you go, folks. I just uh, um, affirmed the Sapir Wharf hypothesis right here. Is that Wharf from, uh, from Star Trek? <laughs> yep, he was involved. Because that's like he speaks Klingon, I, I suspect. It's, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But no uh, work for like a uh, baby or be, something. You can be like uh, supporting Sapir Wharf. Like. Oh. It was disproved already, okay. <laughs> okay apparently, this is, a, this is a contentious uh, academic topic. Um, should, do you guys have any, like, papers that we could look at? Yeah, the, um, the, the folks in Canberra where I study uh, tend to believe in a weaker version of the uh, Saper-Whorf yeah, hypothesis. And, yeah. and probably uh, folks in other places around the world probably wouldn't as readily as subscribe does anybody Absolutely. have access to like jstor where we can just get some of the some papers and maybe put them in the show notes distribute them I think I lost my, my okay graduated Fuck. what about alf guys uh well, so anyway um <laughs> so the uh it's revealed that um that Alf is, uh, I mean, sorry, that Brian is doing this school play with a partner, which is a, uh, his partner is a kid named Spencer. Um, yeah. I forgot to look up whether Spencer was uh, in anything else uh, on IMDb, but he is a, uh, a grade A piece of shit. He is a real, <laughs> real scumbag. And the fungus. Yeah. It's yeah, I mean, even by the standards <laughs> of the show. Yeah. Well, first of all, he, he was, was only in—he was on, in only one episode of Alf. Yeah. Only in this one, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. same. Well, it would be weird if that were not the case. It'd be a real 
real brain teaser. Mm. I thought um, Spencer kind of looked like uh, what might happen if you like shrunk adult James down to a child size. Yeah, kept him pretty much the same. That's true. Same, same, similar personalities too. Uh, Spencer was played by Joshua Rudoy. Uh, he was mm-hmm. born in 1975 in Encino, California. He was oh he was in a he was actually in Harry and the Hendersons. Right. And he was in, actually in another sitcom that was a ripoff of Alf that was called What a Dummy, which is about a family that had a sentient ventriloquist dummy. Oh, that's that's horrifying. Yeah, and I actually remember watching that show, and I I actually tried to find it to maybe do on like um a TV dare. TV dare, but like I I don't think it exists anymore. I think it's like there literally there's no record of it. Right, like um lost episodes. Yeah, they're yeah. all they're all like on video and it's all gone or something. Yeah, uh, and he, apparently he's a Sagittarius. Oh, okay. Classic. Important piece of information. Classic Sagittarius. Hmm. <laughs> Typical. Typical Sag. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I mean, he didn't sweat that much, did he? I. <laughs> Not everything is homestuck. Don't. Oh, I guess it's Yoba, okay. maybe. So uh, Spencer comes in. So Brian is very, very self-conscious because he's being verbally abused by Spencer. Um, and when he comes in, he uh, he's like holding a, like a toy robot, uh-huh. which um, his name is Doctor Doctor Potato Famine. Dr. Potato Famine. Yeah. And it's clearly supposed to be like a uh, Transformer. Um, So we've got a very strong vegetable theme in this episode because also Willie referred to Spencer as a fungus separately. So we've got mushrooms and asparagus. Also, um, another thing that I didn't mention earlier is that everybody, I think Lynn mistook the asparagus costume for a celery. Which is like, uh-huh. it doesn't look like a celery. It's got a asparagus. No, top. it doesn't. It actually looks a yeah. lot like an asparagus. <laughs> and, and then Spencer also fish. says that it doesn't look like asparagus. Yeah, he says it looks like a zucchini. Which also, we just totally it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> maybe, maybe Lynn needs uh, some glasses for uh, in addition to her braces. Yeah, like I think this is about kids not being educated on what vegetables actually look like that's the case you know that's actually they have no idea a good point that gumba brings up about lynn's braces did, did anybody notice if she still had her braces in this episode i don't think she did because in the canon <laughs> by this she point, already had them all they should be off mm. i'll check okay mm. so we've got zucchinis and celeries and fungus and potato famines and asparagus all throughout the episode and um so uh willie does a uh, willie so willie just did a rewrite of this song i think at the 11th hour here so this is like a, a dress rehearsal they're doing because it's it's the night of the play spencer's coming over yep. to do one more run through uh-huh. of the song with brian and willie's doing a rewrite and he changed Make you feel, make, just ask, just ask Aunt Mabel to make you feel more able. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was total nonsense. Yeah. I, I agree I feel that like it was a better, it was a good change. It was, yeah. He, according he fixed to it good. Aunt, I wanted to ask if this Aunt Mabel is a real character or, or what is it? No. <laughs> what is this? Why did no. Well, I, I think it's a, there's a uh, trope in like songs and particularly in like advertising where you make up like a fake quasi relatable relatives like like you know it's not 
your real ant, and maybe you don't have an ant Mabel, but you've got an ant, and that's sort of. But it's it's sort of notoriously okay. ineffective because it, in fact, nobody does really relate to this fake aunt or uncle. Like, oh, it's your crazy uncle, Jimmy. Not you, James. <laughs> I don't believe I'm an uncle yet. Not yet, but who knows? Someday. I would be the crazy one. You'd be crazy. Um. But yeah, no, there's no real Aunt Mabel. It, um, uh, I feel like, uh, for the sake of um, uh, verisimilitude, it probably would have uh, behooved the uh, the writers to make the song a little better than perhaps um, a, a real song for a production of this sort might have been. Um, yeah, like, you're probably right. It was so it was just so like stupid. I think but, like, I mean a... you can still make it like funny and and stupid, but uh, this one was just like oh you just strung three words together and called it a day. Well, I honestly think this is the best they could do. <laughs> Poor kids, I shouldn't make fun of them. This is the best they could do. Um, so Spencer's extremely verbally abusive with uh with Brian and and Willie's fairly tolerant of it. Um, maybe that's how you're supposed to be with kids. I don't really spend very oh, no. much time with kids. I don't know. <laughs> like I would have like teach them to learn their place. Yeah. I was like, why are you not protecting your own kid? Yeah. And this yeah. is your house. In this was terrible. Home. He's he's allowing his son to be like viciously bullied in his own home. Maybe it's because Willie himself was bullied so much that he just thinks it's normal. Yeah, I, I got the same feeling. Like, well, he's just. He's afraid of this guy, of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this kid. <laughs> he's afraid of him, yeah. Like he, all he's he can only really say stuff about about him behind his back, and not even for, and yeah, in front of yeah. Brian. Kate is uh, wearing something weird, like a green weird, huh? shirt, uh, kind of color coordinated with the asparagus. Yeah. With I a like. with a purple thing underneath, it's kind of like cosplaying the Joker. <laughs> In a way. <laughs> yeah, and then she's uh, wearing a, a really cool sweater in the next scene when they all get dressed up for the uh, the play. Mm-hmm. Very 80s. Very 80s. Um, so they all... That's the, that's what happens next, is they all get... Uh, they all get done up, and, and they actually cut from a scene with Spencer to a scene with Al, uh, with Willie talking on the phone with Spencer, which I thought was a strange transition. Like, couldn't they have just had that, like, that exchange in the prior scene? Why, Maybe and it was why, an insert and they didn't have Spencer. And why is Willie on the phone with a child? Like, shouldn't he be talking to, like, his parents <laughs> or something? Uh, like, a, he's like, like, no, sir. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't change the song, sir. No. <laughs> So, oh, that's actually, actually, that makes sense because they probably didn't, um, they probably had to add it later because, so Spencer suggests that he wants to do comedy, a comedy routine. And that's the, where it's revealed on the, in that phone call. And then it comes up later. Um, so there's a, everybody's getting ready for the play and there's an appearance from, uh, Michio. Uh-huh. For just for no reason, it was probably contractual, right? Contractual reason to use uh-huh. the, the elf stand-in little person, puppet man, the puppet man. Got him on staff. Why not use him? Yeah. Um. Okay. So we they go to the play, and uh, oh no! So Alf does his whole thing about like parent shaming like uh kate and willie are trying to talk brian into doing the play and brian's really scared uh-huh. and then they like compromise and say well let's go but if you don't want to do it you don't have to uh-huh. um so then alf basically says like wait so is he gonna sing and they're like, maybe. He was like, so you blew it. And then he asks to have like a sidebar with Brian to do some like um, 
actual parenting, right? <laughs> and he tells Brian a story about how he played um, Sancho uh, Panza Gordon. yeah, in uh, so, the production of, uh, what is it? The, uh, on the face of it, uh, Man of La Mancha. Yeah. Um, on the face of it, it seems sort of contradictory because, of course, Mr. Sancho Panza is from Mexico on right. planet Earth. Yeah. That's not right. He's from Spain, isn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe something else altogether. It's like, funny. Just, just the names. Just the names somehow are the same. It's just a coincidence. Um, but uh, but I was thinking um, it might be like. Uh, uh, the the old trope about aliens get our TV. Oh yeah, hmm, I guess. So they know Man of La Mancha because it was broadcast, and and they decided to put on, you know, this human play. Isn't it like decades later though? Yeah. Well, I don't know what Star Mel Max on, but yeah. like Man of La Mancha is pretty old, isn't it? I guess I don't know when it would have been on TV. It's not. It's not as old. But like, how or long maybe it take what's to get the more signal? scary that uh, their culture somehow has uh, a, has has had a parallel a parallel uh, how do you say um, development development yeah yeah so they just happen to also come up with Spooky. the man of La Mancha maybe. by, by mm. accident. It's Maybe they have a Melmachian Will Smith. A Melmachian what? So... Not a Brazilian Homestuck, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Will Smith, okay. So, um, it says uh, it's a 1964 musical. Okay. So yeah. that that leaves you roughly enough time to, to send it to Alpha Centauri. I think it's bad, <laughs> it's bad writing. Bad writing. We should put it put it put it down to bad writing. So Alf gives. Um, Brian a lucky charm in the form of a tooth. It was some actor's uh what one hundred and twenty seven year molar or something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, wasn't it his own? Was it no, it was somebody that gave it to him. That's the story. But charm. I'm not I'm not sure I'm not sure the whole story is a then. You think he might have just you know, ripped a it real... out of his own face? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not his own. I don't know. What kind of creature that was, but <laughs> maybe it wasn't Lucky. even a real tooth. Yeah, I think he he just uh, made it up to make Brian less scared. Yeah, but so Brian actually it works. He's like really excited, and he immediately loses the tooth. Like, is this ki- is this the dumbest kid? Like, <laughs> well, yeah, he immediately dumb. loses it. Was so dumb. <laughs> Like he didn't, never even had it. Like he just like put it down on the couch and left. So it was stupid. a gross tooth. Yeah, well, not. Well, that's, want... that's not why he he was excited about that tooth. It was like the most important thing in the world to him, and he just drops it. Yes, um, and uh, you know we often uh, we often wondered if if Alf was actually more of an antagonist towards the Teller family, but uh, in this episode he he goes through considerable lengths trying to bring that tooth to Brian. Yeah, yeah. He calls like several taxi services. <laughs> um, he tries to get the tooth delivered. To the uh, play, and actually, mm-hmm. interestingly, this is the uh, out the uh, Tanner residence address is revealed in this process because he has to provide the um, provide the address. Have we have we heard this before? It was one sixty seven Hemdale. Mm-hmm. We heard an address yes, before. before. Was it one sixty seven Hemdale? In the episode, uh, in the episode where. Um, Raquel uh, was watching uh, uh, Cycle in their house while babysitting Prime. Yeah. Alf was, was ordering pizza. That's right. Uh, That's there... right. And it's actually on a website here. Um, the Alf house is on IamNotAStalker.com. <laughs> nice. But, but this isn't... I don't know if this is the... Uh, 
the actual house from the movie or or just the um or i mean sorry from the show oh the the original was torn down kind of sad now but i don't know if this is the correct address 167 hemdale anyway it's it's very this is a very visual part here which doesn't really work on a podcast so i'll just move on <laughs> um you could release a, an animated um, YouTube version. I'm not going to do that. Okay. Do that. I mean, unless you want to, you want, do you want to add it, animate it? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll animate it. I'll, I'll get my finger puppets out. So we get to the play, and um, Brian starts spazzing out because he lost a tooth, and um, uh, Willie stalls by suggesting that Spencer do his stand-up routine. Uh-huh. Which bombs pretty badly. Um, so we really did get some payoff Jackass. to like uh, Spencer being a douche earlier. Um, and uh, they, um, after um, Spencer bombs, he comes back and he's really um, upset. So, sir, I think Willie really inadvertently did some good parenting here by destroying Spencer's self esteem. Mm-hmm. It turned good out to job. be a good lesson for Brian, which is that like even, even the the biggest douche in the world can still fuck up <laughs> and be upset about it. Yeah, I felt bad for him. He was he was kind of he was really into doing stand up comedy. Yeah, and he, was he really, really waited for that moment. One, one true passion. Yeah. yeah. He needed to work on his material. It just wasn't very good. Probably, yeah. Well, maybe Willie sabotaged him by not letting him do the ex-wife jokes and the rabbi jokes. Yeah, those would have been yeah. good. Mm. There's also an implied sort of um, sad backstory to Spencer where, like, he never gets to see his father because he's, like, some kind of high-power businessman who's always traveling. Um, Donald yeah. Trump? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's ba- is it Baron Trump? Yeah, is it Baron? It's I a little, uh, little old. It would have probably. had to been like Eric. Yeah, that, well, that could work. Yeah. Did you guys see the um, picture of Eric Trump in a um, Tasty Burger, drinking lemonade out of one of the free water cups? Um. No. Did you do it in an <laughs> odd way? No, you're just not allowed to put lemonade in those cups. It's for water oh. only. Those are free. He couldn't. He couldn't. He couldn't buy a drink. It's a douche move. Yeah. Like the. It's like a, an honor system kind of thing. It's like an unwritten code. Mr. Trump, you're wrecking it for the rest of us. <laughs> so um. Brian gets some uh, some courage, and um. Does the song. Everything's fine. They sing horribly. They're just the worst singers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then um, so they everybody you know they do the play blah 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 uh, <laughs> so then we see we cut to Alf is wearing the asparagus costume and he's gonna go to the play to deliver the tooth himself um, does he look any less like an alien wearing an asparagus costume I mean no. he, he doesn't look like any less of a puppet yeah, no puppet. Like you're a puppet. I'm the puppet. You're a puppet. No, no, you're a puppet. No, you pu- no puppet. No puppet. Nope. Sorry, this is gonna be very dated very quickly. Yeah. It's evergreen content here. Second Trump reference. <laughs> um. So they, they, everybody walks in and sees Alf wearing the asparagus costume, and they ask why he's wearing it. He says his uncle died. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, nobody reacted to that, by the way. Yeah, like, at I'm, all. I'm sorry your uncle died. How about that? <laughs> no, not even, like, that's not a funny joke or mm-hmm. anything. No reaction at all. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It was, he was thinking on his toes. Good improv. He could give Spencer some lessons. <laughs> so, um, Kate and Alf have a moment, and this is more like early character development stuff because this is like 
almost like it seems like it was written as like the first conciliatory moment between Alf and Kate where it even it's even mm-hmm. like they all they almost are gonna hug at the end. Um but then they have shake hands instead. But ultimately yeah. Kate says that she knows that Alf is lying about her, his uncle and that he was really trying to help Brian and she that she appreciated it essentially. And that was it. Was anyone else getting a floaty vibe from that bit as well? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah, he, it was his uncle's tooth. What? <laughs> he died. <laughs> he, he got the no, tooth from his, his uncle. uncle. gave him his tooth. I think it was no, the it's actor. No, that's the story. No, it was the actor that no, played it was... Sandra Panza, no? Don Quixote, uh, Alf played Sancho Panza. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. But, I mean, if he, if his uncle really died, he could have torn that tooth out of his body to help Brian. That's, oh, okay, that's yeah. But, <laughs> but, I mean, his, in all likelihood, if, if Alf did have an uncle, he probably did die when Melmac was destroyed. <laughs> but it's unlikely that we'd be able to recover a tooth from, from that wreckage. Maybe yeah. there were... In the um, in the um, the the that UFO together. That's possible. In the spaceship. Is it possible and that he was just slow, slowly dying all this time? May, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Nobody he, was helping him. Maybe, or maybe he died in space, and and Alf just had the corpse in his ship all this whole time. Like what else? And it was <laughs> no big deal to him. Yeah. Sounds like Alf. Yeah. And that's the end of the episode. We did it. Yay. Thanks, Good guys. Good job, team. Thanks, guys, okay. for doing this. This is fun. So, uh, <laughs> any, uh, any any closing thoughts on this uh, episode? What, what, what would you guys grade this episode? How would you rate it? It's like a D. I think the real-time model just works dreadfully for it. Yeah. It's a D from James. Gumba, what, what do you think? Hmm. I like the costume. Yeah. So was we... the was the trope about uh, like crappy kids elementary school plays? Was that trope like that tired back then? I feel like it probably wouldn't have been. Uh, probably not as much. Probably not as much. I feel like it was um, maybe sort of invented around this time. Yeah, probably. Probably not from this show, but I'm just trying to think. Like, it was in The Simpsons when Lisa had to dress up as Florida. Yeah. Yeah. So that would have been, like, maybe a few years later. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Katya, what did you think of this episode? Uh, I didn't like it. You didn't like it. So you, didn't, like... you didn't like it at all? No. There was no redeeming characteristic. Four out of ten. Too bad. I think uh, well, I, I think I sold, oversold it. Maybe. Um, yeah. <laughs> you liked it, and that says something. But, well, you um, know, I don't. I didn't actually like it. I, I remembered liking it, but I didn't. Yeah. Didn't well, I like didn't it really on, on expect. It. I, I didn't really expect it to be good. Like, so. So you didn't um, take me seriously. W- no. Okay. <laughs> of course not. But, uh, <laughs> What I did like about it uh, is that you you get outside of the house yeah, that for a is, little bit. That is good. Oh yeah. And that the, there are extra actors like there's the Spencer kid. Mm-hmm. So you're not just trapped in the household. Yeah, and I forgot to you. mention the um, the teacher at the school play. I don't know if she's like the principal or something like that. Um, but she was a. I think she's a a well well if not well-known, at least well-often-used um, actress from from the 80s TV shows. Uh-huh. Character and abused. I'm just going to look up her name just to give her a shout-out. By the way, just some meta-commentary about the state of the podcast. The, the last episode we recorded mm-hmm. is, the, is the least popular of all time. <laughs> Nobody listened to it. Congratulations! <laughs> I listened to it. I think I may have um, fallen asleep in the middle of it. Well, it's possibly like, also while recording. I feel like, um, I mean, I, 
I don't know. I guess we'll see if this one, if anybody listens to this one. But I have no, I have no explanation. I, we usually get like around like thirty people listen to these things. Which yeah, is, you know, it's fine. That's fine. It's a fine mm-hmm. number. Like you could fill a room with that number yeah. of people. Put on an asparagus play. <laughs> Put on an asparagus <laughs> costume and play, prance around, mm-hmm. tell but, some jokes. Um, but maybe, um, uh, maybe you guys could help me promote this one, like uh, send am it I... to um, some, right, yeah, like some local newspapers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Am I correct in recalling that the one with Philip was the most highly rated one? Um, I think the first episode is the most most oh, okay. to, but I think the I think the one with Philip was you the mean second. Because then people didn't know got, what he's got his readership were getting into. Yeah, I think a lot of the a lot of the listeners for the first episode they may maybe tuned out pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. don't blame him. Don't blame him. I blame them. <laughs> this is gold. Solid gold. Um. So anyway, yeah. If you guys could just help, like, um, just just right just whore this compose out. tweets. I haven't even done all my promotional tweets for for the last whistle stomp yet. That's uh, I mean, I think your your window of opportunity is is closing there. That was for the sec the second debate, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> We've already had a third <laughs> debate, if you if you recall. I should have uh, I should have gotten on that. Yeah, it's all right. I also need to do my taxes. I have like a week left. Um, do you need any help with that? No, I'll be right. I think. Okay. Um, Anya, did you like this episode? Um, uh, I think it's like fifty-five out of one hundred. I like. Yeah. Isn't that enough? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, it's the only episode of Alpha I've seen, and uh-huh. uh, I think that kids playing, kids actor plays horrible, just... <laughs> <laughs> just... Why, why would they take these kids? Like, Brian and Spencer, they're awful, but I liked the costumes, and I liked uh, oh, that uh, they did their own songs, like the rap one and mm-hmm. the asparagus one, I think mm-hmm. it's cool. Yeah. So yeah. By the way, um, the the um, principal or whoever, oh M- Mrs. Lyman, she was played by Marsha Wallace, the the uh, the late Marsha Wallace, who voiced uh, Edna Krabappel on The Simpsons. Right. Yeah, yeah it's a voice actress. Yeah, pretty big, uh, pretty big, big star, big name. There's also somebody mm-hmm. uh, named Mimi Davis who played a lady. I don't remember any ladies. Is she in the audience or something? Mm. I mean, other than Marsha Wallace, but I mean, we we. Well, uh, Kate really had a had a bit uh, of an argument about seating. Mm. But is this a, maybe a deleted scene? Yeah, it could be. Well, uh, must be because there's there's no seating scene in the one I watched. There's also a guy named Mitchell Group that played a man. So he might be in the argument, the seating argument scene that was cut from the DVD inex- inexplicably. Are there naked uh. breasts in it? Maybe it was just for the German version. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I remember. Okay. I mean, it was it was shown at the, prime time, you know. Not even in the Wheel of Fortune bit. Yeah, yeah probably in the Wheel of Fortune bit. Mm. Meanwhile, Vanna White is still uh, still on TV, still doing the Wheel of Fortune. Um, uh, all all um all good luck to her. Thanks. <laughs> okay, guys. Just, just um, accept. Okay. Yeah, that's my. Yeah, I'll take. Wasn't it. she in Bubble Dragon? <laughs> what? The movie? The movie, I mean. Was she like an actress in it? I like, seen was Bubble she Dragon. As... Yeah, as an actress. Was she, did she play, was she playing herself? Maybe. She, she was uh, a TV announcer. Oh yeah, Vanna White. Or... She was in Double Dragon. That's a weird fact. Hmm. Um, I uh, think it uh, looks like... Um... I can't argue with that. What's his name? The T-1000. 
was in it too. Robert Patrick. Yeah, he played Kogas Shuko. So he apparently nice. played an Asian. That's offensive. To me. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, no, uh, I don't know. Uh, well, yes, the 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 character was named Shuko, but that was an alias that he uh, took on. Before that, his name was Guzman. Oh, I see. Oh, so he's, okay. he's playing a German. Right. Or maybe No, that's a, that's uh, Spanish. What uh, am I yeah. even talking about? I'm so tired. Alright, James. Well, why, don't you, why don't you go to sleep? <laughs> Alright, good night. Get, get some sleep, Tiger. Alright, well thanks everybody for uh, for joining in for this uh for this. I I, I hope that um you, you all found this educational and in entertaining. Edutaining. Um and uh, tune in for the next episode. Um, sorry, let me just figure out what that is. Because it worked so well um, to tease the last one. Is it, is it the, the Gambler? Gambler? The Gambler. Yeah. Tanner I wonder if that's named for the James Caan film. Probably. Mm. And Weird Science is the one after that. That's a good one. Good song, anyway. Hmm. And movie. And movie. All right, well, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining, guys. It's been fun. Um, Anya, thanks for for participating. It, you're, uh, it's it's nice to have uh, another female Russian perspective. <laughs> hmm. Counterbalance. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thanks, it was guys. fun. I, and I'm drunk now. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I would expect Wait. nothing less. All right, All everybody. Right. Thanks, thanks Good for joining. Bye. See you later. Bye. 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 Asparagus, asparagus, pour us on your table. Asparagus, asparagus, we'll make you feel more 